Hello everyone, here is Daniel and I'm here with another episode of our e-com show and uh, I'm here with Todd Steinberg. He's the CEO of uh, Comoso Design and uh, he has a very interesting story and uh, e-commerce brand. We will discuss it today, his story, how he came up with the original idea and how they've been growing this brand in the US. This show is sponsored by Budai Media. Budai Media is a fully remote e-commerce focused retention marketing agency. In the last three years, Budai Media worked with more than 100 e-commerce clients and generated an eight-figure extra revenue for these clients. If you want to check out their website, go to thebudaimedia.com and just send an email or actually you can just drop a message to me on any of my social media channels if you are interested to work with us. Hey Todd, I'm really happy to have you here. How are you today? I am doing great, Daniel. I'm really grateful to be on the show. Thank you. So please uh, start with a story. I think uh, it's really exciting. So that's a great, that would be a great start. How did this whole idea pop up uh, from your mind? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I never thought my anxiety would be the cause of something great. And it was, I mean, I was always someone that considered myself an overthinker and I treasured that. I thought that was a strength because I would, you know, work my way through problems. My mind was always going, you know, and I was realizing it wasn't until I think I was listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast and he was saying that you don't really know you're happy or unhappy until you realize two things, right? How do you fall asleep at night and how do you wake up in the morning? And I was realizing that those two factors where I was having a hard time sleeping at night because there was like this broadcast in my head of all these thoughts and reviews. I had to solve all these problems. I thought it was my task to solve these problems right when my head hit the pillow. And the second thing was in the morning, I would wake up and launch right into stress. Like, what do I have to do? How am I going to do it? What do I have to worry about today? And again, I thought these were advantages. And fast forward, and I was doing this my whole life. And I was conflicted with all these things, but I figured that that's, again, that's, that's why I'm, you know, doing what I'm doing is why I'm successful in a previous career. But it wasn't until I was meeting with a friend of mine who's a psychotherapist and he could just kind of see something in my shoulders and in my jaw and in my gait that he's like, I could, I could tell you're stressed. I could tell that you're, while you're a high processing person, you're, you know, your processor's moving fast, which is great. You're able to solve problems. You don't have peace of mind. He's like, what, what is, what are you looking for in life? Right. Just go fast. <laughs> are, we, are we, are we in a race with ourselves that we have to go that fast? And I pondered that and was like, you know, you have a point. So what really is it? And it's, you want peace. We all just want peace because peace is happiness. We can't get to happiness without peace. So he's like, I want you to, I want you to try meditating. And he tried to teach me how to meditate. I had heard of it. I thought it was, you know, proven by science, great thing. But he's asking me to sit down and, and, and cross my legs and my back had to be straight. I'm not a flexible person. And he's like, all right, I want you to breathe deeply. And I was like, his name was also Daniel. I was like, Daniel, I'm sorry, man. I, I, it's not for me. I just can't do it. I couldn't focus and my, my back hurt. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. Let me just simplify this for you. And he had some coffee in his office and he brought this straw from the coffee said, I want you to breathe through the straw, breathe through it for two minutes. And I want you to see how you feel. And I felt ridiculous, right? Breathing through a straw, but I breathed through that straw for maybe 30 seconds. And I, and I, I felt this immediate sense of like a release, like, like I was floating, like my, I felt my shoulders drop. I felt my heart rate come down. Like I, I literally felt my heart rate slow down, which is the coolest thing. And I wasn't in a very stressed state, but I was a little tight. I was always kind of operating in a tight state. So all this is happening. And I'm thinking, why, you know, what, why am I feeling calm? What just happened because of the straw. And that's when it launched into this rabbit hole of breath work. And the neurology and physiology surrounding breath work is incredible in that no one ever taught me how to breathe. We just breathe part of our autonomic nervous system. That's great. We don't have to worry about it. It's on autopilot, but it's not great because what I learned is that my brains connected to my diaphragm. There's a super highway of information that when we have anxious thoughts, we have 50,000 thoughts a day. That's not a, you know, some crazy number. That is the average number of thoughts we have 50,000. And there's a study done that says 80 
90% of those thoughts are negative, right? So here we have all this noise and it's feeding our, our breathing, right? Our breathing pattern because the brain needs the body to kick into gear when there's danger. And I'll go into science probably a little bit later, but the fact is like when you're breathing shallow, it's pumping you into fight or flight and you're in fight or flight too often. So when you can slow your breath and breathe coherently, which I'll get into, it's resets your brain, your prefrontal cortex to operate better. So anyway, I get home, I tell my wife and I'm like, you're not going to believe this. I breathe through a straw and it was amazing. So I'm going to bring a straw with me to work and I'm going to use it. And she's like, you know what? You're probably not going to use a straw. So why don't we design something like, you know, that you can wear a bracelet or a necklace. It's like a necklace. And we designed this, which is called the shift. We tested the length and diameter of thousands of exhales through the help of our friend. And essentially it helps you breathe better by slowing your exhale specifically because your exhale is what triggers your parasympathetic nervous system to be calm. So long-winded story, but we ended up finding a very simple and practical solution to a very complicated problem. And it's not a light switch, you know, it doesn't just fix your problems right away. But what it does is it, it gets your mind into a place in your body to where you can be at peace to at least solve whatever's happening around you because you want to be in that base stance. So it's done wonders for me. I mean, I know that since five years ago when this came up and I was I was just in a tight place and now I just feel looser. I feel calmer. I fall asleep within five minutes. I wake up feeling, okay, I'm going to just start breathing right now. I don't have to launch into anything yet. I'm not going to check my phone. I'm just going to start to enter the day in a, in, a, in a very peaceful way. It doesn't have to be this spiritual place or this very Eastern meditation type, type experience. For some, it can, and that's beautiful. But for others, it can just be very simple and about breathing. And it's changed my life. So our theory is, hey, if it can work for someone like me, it can work for anybody. And we've had testimonials from people who have, you know, been able to quit their anxiety medication to quitting smoking to just they don't want to be without their shift necklace. So it's been a wild journey. And I'm, I'm just grateful that we're in a place to be able to change the world. I have a lot of questions. Let's start with the first one. So how many times do you use this product per day, let's say? So like twice, 20 times, 100 times? I'm not typically a public speaker. So even before this podcast, I was using it. It's a, because it's physical. And I want to demonstrate, you know, it just, it works simply like this. You just inhale through your nose, always inhale through your nose, by the way, we'll get into that later, hopefully, but to fill your diaphragm, your belly kind of with air, pause and then just release. Yeah. So the exhale is the, and you see what's happening here. Yeah. Is that I normally exhale. Normally people are, you know, one to two seconds. It's just like, you don't even realize it, but that longer exhale is sending a a signal. You know, it's like sending a text from your diaphragm to your brain saying, Hey, everything's cool. You can either fall asleep or be creative or, or just be yourself. There's nothing to be alerted about. There's no like DEFCON 5. Like there's about to be a, a situation you have to handle. So as far as how often I use it, it's intermittently throughout the day when I realize, because this happens a lot. And, and everyone out there who's listening, when you're looking at a screen, be careful because there's something called tech apnea, screen apnea. It's when you look at a screen, your breathing kind of freezes or interrupts or you breathe really shallow. And it's unintentional. But what's happening is your brain is anticipating reading something or seeing something. You get a text message. What's it going to say? Is it going to be bad news? Is it going to be good news? Is is it going to be exciting? Is it going to be terrible? When you're about to read an email, same feeling. So in the anticipation of a message, your breathing stops because, or it stops becoming coherent, which is symmetrical. And you're launching in a fight or flight, which is, you know, not the best thing because you're launching, you're, you're releasing cortisol from your brain. So you're not able to think as clearly. You have adrenaline pumping through your body. So great if you're about to bench press some, you know, some heavy weight or, or you have to run some marathon, but not when you're trying to write an email or, or fall asleep <laughs> or have a conversation or, you know, be creative creative, whatever it is, or just, just sit down and relax, right? You just constant, you know, fog there. So for me, mostly it's in the morning at night, but it's in those little life circumstances where I'm in traffic and I'm so annoyed because someone did something, the drivers are terrible down here, right? And it's immediate anger 
right? So whenever I sense that anger or that frustration or stress, it's like this virus software in your brain. It's mindfulness, essentially, that you come into it and you, and you just have to understand that there's one thing, one simple thing you can do to get yourself back. And that's breathe slow, full stop. So if you're going to breathe slow for two minutes, you are going to feel better because biologically and physiologically, that's just what's happening in your body. And if you're focusing on your breathing, you're not focusing on whatever it was that was triggering you. So yeah, it's like two or three times a day for me. You also mentioned that your wife, her initial reaction was, I think it was positive, we can say that, which is great to hear because your wife is a supporting wife, which is great, I think. It's not always the case, unfortunately, with many people. So is she a uh, product designer? I think that's what you told me when we talked for the first time. Yeah, and it's interesting because had I told somebody else this idea, and this happened once we created the concept, I told my friends, and they looked at me like, what? <laughs> You're going to create a straw and a necklace and a chain and that's the product? It's like, yeah, it works. And no one really understood it because it sounded ridiculous until we designed it and they saw it. It's like, oh, that's actually kind of cool because it's a minimalist design. It was inspired by these ancient Japanese monks. But my wife, she obviously understood it was a little out there, right? But she was immediately drawn to it because she's a fashion designer and she was a senior designer at you know a major brand down here in South Florida. And I said, look, I know you have a great job, but I need you. <laughs> I need you to come on board here because I think I know we have something. I know it because it works. It's not just some gimmick and it's not just something we can sell it's something that legitimately works and can change lives so she came on she's like all right i'm done and she quit my job i quit my previous profession and we went all in on this concept and she designed this from scratch and while it has a very simple design there's some nuances that make it really sleek and and you know and easy on the eyes yeah i think that's crucial in the story that uh the execution was was good. I mean, just as you said, many people, they could uh, create something from a straw, but these products actually looks nice and it's almost like a jewelry, right? And also the price point. I think it's around $100, something like that. So yeah. let's say you hit two birds Ooh. with the same stone, right? One is health and breathwork, yeah. but the other it's a jewelry piece. You know, you start walking around, at least at the time of this concept was born, I started looking at people's jewelry and looking at what people are wearing. It's like, what's the most important thing you wear every day? I mean, ask yourself that. And I'd ask people and it's like nothing, like there's really nothing that's that important. I guess their watch, you know, which you have your phone now, so you don't even need that. Like, what are you wearing that's important? And, mm -hmm. you know, then we started thinking of the utility of it. It's like, what if you wear something that you actually use and that actually makes you better and not tech, right? Not something that's going to remind you or it's going to alert you or it's going to be tethered to in terms of, you know, like changing your neurology on, on, I don't have to worry about how many steps I take. My watch will do that for me. I'll, I'll, I'll let that do the, do the work. No, th this is, this is something that you're building this new habit. And if all it takes is just some simple thing that you're going to wear a necklace anyway, I'm not even someone who likes to wear a necklace. I hate necklaces. I hate bracelets. I, I don't like any of it, but I love wearing this because it's something that is like, I know that when I'm wearing it, it gets going to make me better. I just know that, that it's like this anchor that, okay, if something happens, I'm okay. And I kind of compare it to, I was an asthmatic as a kid and whatever I would have asthma, I would always have my inhaler right there, you know, like, you know, yeah, I also used to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so maybe you can relate when I didn't have that inhaler in my pocket, I remember being very stressed and panicked and I have a lot of anxiety, which would cause asthma, right? It's like, so it was just, you know, a self-fulfilling prophecy there, but having it felt like this blanket that I had that this warm blanket that I could wear. And it was just good knowing that if something happens, I have my inhaler and it's not like I have severe anxiety where I have an attack and I need this. It's just, and some people do have it and it does work for that. But for me, my personal experience is just, I go through these levels of, you know, I call it catastrophic thinking where it's like one little thought can trigger the other thought can trigger this other thought. And all of a sudden it's like, everything's the sky is falling type thing. And that's where it's like, wait a second, calm down, bring yourself back. 
something triggered all this, this avalanche of worry. And when you can focus on your breathing and just inhale and exhale, right? If you're just focusing on that, you're not focusing on anything else and you're coming back to the present moment. So that's huge. And you're also, you know, triggering your physiology again. So it all comes back to that. And you'll hear me repeat that a lot, but it's so important because it's one of those things where someone can take a watch a show about this new diet, right? Like intermittent fasting, it's going to be amazing. You might do it for a few days and that's great. You might feel the benefits of that. You might feel the benefits of a cold plunge. Amazing, right? But what is it that it's going to last, right? Like, like what can you do that's going to be habitual? That's the key word. If you want to change your life, you have to do, you have to change something you do every single day. And it's funny because I talk about what we do for our teeth, right? Like, like raise your hand if you brush your teeth twice per day. Like everybody, yeah, morning and night, right? Religiously, we brush our teeth. Why? Because you want to take care of your teeth, right? You don't want cavities. You don't want to have Right, it's important. But what are we doing about our mental health? What are you doing twice per day for your mental health? You know, some people journal once in a while. Some people, they do yoga or work out and then others drink or they'll take medication. Some of those things are good. Some of them aren't, but most of those things don't happen every day, let alone twice a day or three times a day, right? So what we're asking people to do is just to pay attention to their breath two or three times a day. And if you do that, you're going to train your body and brain to go a little bit slower. And because you're breathing slower, you're not going to be moving slower. You're not going to be thinking slower. It's actually going slow to go fast because you're the two hemispheres of your brain are going to be are going to come together better so that your brain is more optimized and that your body is more optimized to have ideas or to be your best self. So yeah, all that's involved in it. So let's talk about the business side a bit more. So I know it's a fully bootstrap business, but you said that around five years ago, you thought that, okay, this was a re- revolutionizing idea. And uh, why didn't you think about the startup way or getting some investors at least? Was it never an option? You know, I'm a believer in intuition and I believe that you can tap into your intuition, which is like this radio dial, right? That you're you're trying to hear, you're trying to tap into like this other state that, that guides you. And a lot of the best leaders out there will tell you that they make decisions not by, you know, wisdom from a mentor or, you know, like reading this book or that book. It's more from, they just have this gut feeling, right? And the gut yeah. feeling for me is go slow with this. Don't try to create a cultural phenomenon overnight. It still is. But to me, it's like this revolution is here and it's and it's coming and we're, we're building it one brick at a time. But it's going to take time for this to really take root. And I didn't want it to be a trend where it, where it spikes and then it, and then it crashes. So like some, you know, some, some sugar high. We want to build something with a strong foundation. So for me, it was, we're going to start by one customer at a time and one five-star testimonial at a time, right? Because if that happens, and we get more and more and more people wearing this thing and actually changing their lives through breathing, we're not going to need an injection of $5 million to get this thing out there because like, I don't have the capacity to manage a team of 20. Like I, I don't like eventually I want to, but right now we're just focusing on, you know, our, our really our core team of, of four and making sure that we have, you know, a clear and concise message. So I noticed some businesses you need it, right? Like, I, and, and I don't come down on, on startups that, that they prioritize that funding because in some cases, you do need those resources. And in some cases, a technology to invest in, that is the product. So you, you can't start the business without that. For us, we already had the tool and it, we started it with $30,000, right? So to me, it was just the law of compounding interest, which Einstein said was the most powerful force in the world, right? Because yeah. you just keep building it every day, slowly, with no crazy you know, investor goals. We're not answering those calls type thing. We don't have to show all these you know, magical numbers. We just have to do it you know, in a very methodical way. Yeah, I think that's very important. That's 
you realized it uh, right at the beginning because you know many people they are hungry to make a lot of money fast and uh, many many of them they jump into this uh, in startup world just because of that so that's an important realization for sure about your business so at the moment do you have four people in the company yeah so we have this is the lineup here it's pretty simple it's myself it's my wife it's our director of content Aaron in San Diego mm-hmm. in California and then we have I count them as one but it's basically there's a, a, a media agency that we partner with that they've been with us since I think the second year and they're called First Bark and they've, they've been incredible so so they're not a full-time employee but they do feel like it so because mm-hmm. uh, they're involved in a lot of our our ad creation our paid media and kind of the fun which funnels into our into our store I'm really curious when there is uh, someone who can see your ads or someone who heard about you so how educated they already are about the importance of breathwork and your product where they are usually or you can see people on every stages or is there an average let's say it's a great question it's it's been the challenge of our brand is normally you know you have a product right and you've explained why your product is better than the other products better than you know your competitors we don't have competitors you know we created something we created a vertical so with this we have to start in some cases from scratch saying did you know that the way you breathe can affect how you feel and it's funny because i personally handle all of our social media commenting because it's it's kind of sacred to me like it's the voice has to be our own yeah. and the amount of trolling that comes from people <laughs> the community at large out there it's it's funny like some of the comments are, are hysterical and some are just, you know, mean, but you know, people ask fair questions. Like, why don't I just use a straw and thought breathing was free. Why do I have to pay to breathe? Okay. Ha ha ha. You know, like great questions, but let's answer those questions, right? Let's get, answer them from a real human, you know, conversational way. Like if I met you at yeah. a coffee shop and like, Hey, what do you do that thing? It's like, Oh, it's actually helped me breathe better. It slows my exhale and make me feel calm. It's like, I, I always get this head cock of like, wait, what, what, how does that, you, that really works? It's like, yeah. So when it comes to our ads, we have to start from a place of here's the tool first because unless they don't we say that they kind of don't understand what it's about and then there's the litany of rebuttals right of like why don't i and why is this expensive and what so we answer those questions and at the end of that that q a which is about normally like a two minute q a when i'm talking to somebody it's okay how do i buy it because i now i've, I've answered all my questions i'm not going to use a straw because it's randomly sized and i'm not going to carry that in my pocket all day it's going to break down it's going to get you know disgusting the fact that you're wearing it changes it because it's the weight around your neck and it's beautiful and it's built to last we use metal grade stainless steel we have we bake the precious metal colors through it so it lasts it doesn't rust it doesn't tarnish so you can use it every day and it's the only thing you're going to commit to every day to your mental health it's like why not take a chance and then we throw in the 30-day money-back guarantee you know like of like you don't like it if it doesn't work no problem send it back and we have a 1.75 percent return rate which is incredible and that most people love it or even if they don't love it they end up wearing it just because it's like yeah i need that reminder but you're right it is a very like we're still working through the marketing challenges of how you market because there's no book on this right of how you market product that you have to educate the consumer on what it is why it's important what it was inspired by why they can't just do something else so we try to do as much as we can with the testimonial videos that you know user generated content i have videos out there of myself talking which i don't like i, I don't like being out there like that because I, I feel like it's like a brag or something but but i'm passionate about it and it's like it, it does work for me i just want people to understand that it's this is not like hocus pocus this isn't magic it is driven by science and the tool itself, like this is one of the major points. There's nothing that's special about this tool, but it makes you do it. That's the special part about it. They're like this doesn't have some like incredible widget in it that, you know, syncs up with your brain and sends a signal to your phone that sends a pulse to your heart. Like 
None of that. It's just simple. And it's something that anybody can do. We're designing a kid's one right now because that's how easy it is. Go back to these ads that worked. I don't know if you guys got them out there, but Geico, which is a, a car insurance ad. And a simple message, it was one of the most successful ad campaigns in history was so easy a caveman can do it. Hmm. This is so easy a caveman can do it. And caveman did it. <laughs> you know, it's like, but it's important that you actually do it. So, so if this tool makes you do it and it makes you feel better consequentially because you did it, because you wore it, then look what we just did, right? We just help change the world by simply changing the way we breathe. I think many people, they uh, either don't understand psychology or they are just too techy or they uh, can see, I don't know, like a Fitbit watch or they can see all of these health tools and they have different, you know, nice features and everything. And it changes every month. I used to have a Fitbit. It was crazy. <laughs> But uh, actually, many times it doesn't even help you. I, I, honestly, I stopped using it because it Why? was just too much for me. It was yeah. too much for you. And it, like we weren't, yeah. look, we have 150 notifications a day on this thing. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> like it, we weren't meant to, to be overwhelmed by that much data. And there was this meme that I saw the other day. It was so funny. It was like, how do you expect me? Like I somehow I think that, you know, people are trying to sleep at night going back to that topic. He's like, I'm about to put this device to my face that's six inches away from my face that has a bright light that has all the information in the world stored on it. It's like, it's not yeah. good for us. Like it's, it's not meant, we weren't designed to handle that much data and that much information. It's funny that you wore the Fitbit. I've never even tried it because I know that I don't want, like, I'm not even the type of person that, I'm a runner. I mean, I don't know if that's clearly defined, but I like to run and I don't do it competitively. But when I do it, I don't even like to time myself. I don't want to feel like I have to mm -hmm. be on time or I'm on this clock and it's like, I'm, I'm tied to, you know, what average mile am I running? It's like, I just want to do it to enjoy it and I want to be healthy. So put the technology down, put it down and check in with yourself. And that's the beauty of this. It's off the grid. It's not, there's no signal. It's not Wi-Fi connected. You know, it's just, you need to be comfortable with you. You need to be able to sit in a room by yourself for five or 10 minutes and be able to enjoy that and not to be this urge to check the phone and to check something or to be, to, to, to without any tech, right? Or yeah. it, right? So it's like, so we're trying to break that addiction in, in a way that you can just breathe and feel good and feel like, okay, I'm, I've got a nice reset or I feel like I can take on whatever problem is happening. Yeah, I agree. And actually, by the way, running is really good for that. I ran a half marathon last year. I prepared a lot for that. I had a few weeks when I didn't have my uh, my earphones and those were really good weeks. But I, I then I started missing music. So yeah. I like music when I run. I'm guilty too. I, I'm so I, I'll run with and without music. And sometimes I just like the sound of my breath because it's like a meditation. And other times I just like to put my music on. So yeah. so some technology is not bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. So yeah, thanks Todd for sharing this story today. I think it was uh, amazing to hear you today. We got some comments on LinkedIn as well. I think people they really enjoyed it. And thanks everyone who listened to us today. And uh, stay tuned every week. We come out with a new episode. Nowadays we invite a lot of e-commerce business owners with really interesting stories. Thanks everyone and stay tuned.